0: Hello, everybody. My name is Tony Cardinus, and this is the Indy Real Estate Market Weekly Update. Today, I'm sitting here with Greg Cooper with Compass Real Estate here in Carmel, Indiana, Kyle Morris with FC Tucker Carmel, Justin Griffith with Keller Williams, Indianapolis, and we're getting ready to talk a little about real estate.
1: Kyle, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. It's been a busy day.
2: It's been a busy week. It's good golf weather. It is good golf weather, absolutely. Greg. Yes. Hey, hello, Tony. Stop that. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> he loves it when I do this. I, when, I, when, I, when I talk in the late night DJ voice, he absolutely he loves it. He, no. He's smiling right I'm now. I'm a fan. It makes me smile. I know. Oh I, can God. you train <laughs> the rest of us to talk? I kind of when I do that, actually. It's, yeah. it's, it's really inappropriate. I want to wine. talk in an
1: FM voice. I really do. <laughs> <makes> well, Anyway, <laughs> uh, just, why don't we, we just talk? We should uh, talk housing, Tony. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I
0: think that's what I'm here to do. Okay, uh, look, the housing market is drastically changing. I think there's some good out of it. And, of course, there's a little bad out of it. But at the end of the day, uh, we are seeing some price drops. We are seeing interest rates go up. But the funny thing is, we're still selling houses. So the biggest thing I got to ask you, Greg, tell me about
2: what you're seeing in the market right now. Okay, I got t- a teeny little rant, that I'm going to tell you. Okay, right? let me hear it. All the national media pundits who are saying the market is crashing can suck it because it's yeah. not crashing. It's changing. It's emerging. Right. It's plateauing. Right. It's redefining. It is not I had to stop myself from saying a bad word there. It's not crashing. And right. it's not drastic, right? It's like it's nuts. just not, I always
1: I was at the gas station and, and, and this uh, I bet he was like 20 years old and he's like, "So what do you think about the the market crashing?" and I was like, "I think you're watching too much TikTok. That's what I think yeah. you're doing." Yeah. Yeah. Right.
2: And and now let's not let's not be clear. Let's be clear about it. Yeah. It's changing daily, yes. but it's not crashing it's Correct. just every price point, every neighborhood, every different every inspection. I mean, every little element of what we're seeing for home buyers and sellers right now is different. There's no one wave, there's no seven offers, there's no escalate, there's none of that stuff. Yeah. It is very different in every respect. So, uh, to me, the two biggest elements right now in the market are back on the market and price reductions. And we're not counting those back on the market homes as, as added inventory. Mm-hmm. But when you have 13 or 14 homes in one particular geography that go back on the market, and you have 26 homes, that get, that's a big inventory coming back. And it's a significant part of the inventory that's reemerging into the market for potential buyers. Okay. So um,
0: what are you seeing right now, Kyle, Greg, Justin? What are you guys seeing about your buyers calling you or your sellers? I mean, so what, for, what do you can hear can on the street?
3: <laughs> and we get a deal? How much lower can we offer? Yeah. And that's yeah. true on every offer,
1: well, every house. And I think, you know, we've talked about it. Like, there's just not a lot of buyers out there, ironically. Although the past two weeks, it's it's really gone up, which is, you know, I think when the rates went up a couple weeks ago and then they've gone back down, everybody has calmed down. To your point, it's like the market is normalizing. Exactly. But just how quickly it has happened it scares people, right? Because we went from this to this in like the span of like 60 days, I mean, right? T- so 2008 was
2: nothing out. like this. No. 2008 was just a slow descent into hell. And it never stopped right Right now we have opportunity. yes
1: so for buyers like so um i think it's ideal to be a buyer like we were just talking about before this is very case specific to me and the buyers i've dealt with um i haven't paid list price for a house since you know very beginning of july Uh, i've been able to get a ton of deals and those sellers all feel like they've gotten good deals as well as because of the appreciation on their houses but even yesterday i sent you guys a text and there's a builder in my neighborhood who was offering to uh, Well, that's a a big builder in this town too yeah it is it is um And it was a spec home, but they were offering to buy down five points. Oh my gosh. Five. Yeah. We're not going to say that builder's name, but that's what's coming in specific, right? But That's exactly right. I mean, and that'll motivate a buyer. And I'm like, go after it. I mean, it's a great house, it's a great neighborhood, it's a great deal. And you're, your mortgage is going to be, I don't care where you're at. You could be at 10 and you're at five, right? And right.
2: by the way, that's a, that's a, something that sellers should be considering. Yes. All, whatever Absolutely. kind of seller you are, you ought to be considering buying down a buyer's mortgage rate, offer that as an incentivization. So it costs you six, seven, eight thousand $8,000. That's better than a $20,000 price reduction Correct. or Absolutely. 30 right. or, or, yeah, or whatever the number might be. It's, yeah. it's, well, it's,
0: well, that's the thing. Like, uh, uh, what, what I'm saying is if, if I were a real estate agent and I'm not, I'm more of a mortgage guy. The bottom line is if I were out talking to one of my clients about listing their home. Are you guys advising your clients right now to
3: buy down a point for your customer or a point and a half? Well, tell me what you guys are doing. Get them on the hook first. Like, you want to get a deal just fishing. You know what I mean? Like, you want to get them to bite, and then once they bite, then you can negotiate price. You can negotiate you can buying the it. rate down. Like, because you can buy the rate down. That sounds more appealing to someone than realizing that it's cheaper to do that than to buy, you know, $10,000 price drop Yep. all day. Yeah, yeah but I, if
0: you were getting ready to list my home, I would want to say... I'd want to have that conversation before you went out there into the market because maybe if I offered a point, okay, or a 1% uh, origination point for the buyer, you know, my house may sell because of that offer.
1: Absolutely. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. So we've just recently started having those discussions because I think three weeks ago it was like you hate to do that when average days on market is 14 like am i giving up too much like i I feel like a couple weeks ago it was almost too early to start doing that but we
3: started in the past 10 days starting to have those conversations and all the builders are offering it too yeah but it's like they're literally we're getting emails every week about what they're offering for financing uh appliance upgrades now they used to not include fine or appliances or mirrors in some of these buildings and now they're like finished of your basement, you know?
0: Yeah, but that's a small part of the market compared to the existing home sales, you know? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I, You know, not everybody's a new home buyer. So, uh, Cooper, when you are talking to people right now about listing or buying a home, what's what's the first thing that comes up the subject? Like is it about the I, I is it about the interest rate that comes about or the price?
2: Well for, for sellers specifically, it's gonna be about where what's your goal? I mean that's has to be the starting point yep. for every single person, especially look, we exercise an incredible amount of demand early this year for buyers who are wanting to beat the mortgage rates hikes that they knew were coming. So there are buyers that might have been October buyers who bought in March or April or May who aren't out there anymore. Doesn't mean there aren't buyers out there. I think the market is much different than it's been in the last two or three Octobers. So for a seller, you have to know what your goal is and you have to decide a strategy to get there. And buyers ultimately tell you what your home is worth. So how do you get them to come through and tell you what your home is worth? Things like offering to buy down mortgage rates, things of that nature. Those are incredibly important, at least as an option on the table. You don't have to force feed that to anybody as a seller, but you might let them know, listen, if we sit out there 30 days, we've already lost way more than one discount point in value in the eyes of the buyers. Yep. Yep.
0: Exactly. And what I want to talk about towards the end of the show about what was on your TikTok or your Instagram earlier, okay? Yep, sure. What we talked about right before the show. So let's get into some of the
3: stats. Uh, uh, who's doing Carmel today? I got that if you need it. Just go yep. ahead.
2: Yeah, let me. Yeah, let him have All it. right.
3: Carmel. Uh, Let's Carmel, go Carmel had uh, 42 in the last seven days. 18 of those are still active for a total of 140 on the market right now. Uh, 24 of those pended, uh, priced anywhere from 219 all the way up to 929,000, and we had 22 closings in the past seven days, uh, priced anywhere from 400 all the way up to uh, 3.01 million. Right. Average days on the market was 17 in Carmel.
0: So what do you think about the 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 Carmel housing market? Is there is it's a homes are turning here a little quicker.
2: So th- he's just mentioned something incredibly important and there's a differentiation that needs to be made and that is the homes that go under contract quickly are going under contract in 17 days. Yep. The ones that are sitting out there active on the market, the average days on the market for the homes that are currently for sale is now over 60. Yep. So you need. Got you. That, yep. I mean, you've got homes that are active. You got 133 or whatever the number is homes right. that are active that have been on the market an average of 64 days. The ones that are under contract did so in 17 days. That tells you you better get it right at the beginning. And yep. it
1: sets it disproportionately the the days on market. I was talking about that before we started because I I have Noblesville, and I have uh it, you know it's the days on market swung up really really got gotcha. you like by 10 days this week because I had three that pended that had been on the market since june wow gotcha. right okay so uh, recap that
0: uh, Carmel for me and then we're going to go to the next one
3: uh so of the 22 that sold from 400 all the way up to 3.01 million 14 of those were at or over list price
0: okay what's your next one
3: uh broad ripple we had six new this week uh two of which are still for sale leaving a total of 18. four are pending and we had five closings priced from 260 to 347 Boy, Broad uh, Ripple's still hot. It is. Uh, average days on the market was thir- or 19 on that. Okay. So what, one of those was over ask, and three of those were uh, close to or just under ask price.
0: What do you got for What's the next one? Meridian uh, Kessler.
3: Meridian Kessler, we had nine new. Two of those are still for sale, leaving a total of 21. That market's still been really hot. Uh, seven of those are pending. And we had four sold. Every one of those was at ask or over.
0: It blows my mind. You guys, tell me. I got three top realtors sitting right here. What is Meridian Kessler? Why? Just tell me. Why does it's it sell mature,
3: so? It's It's oh. a great location. Yeah. Uh,
1: All the houses have character. You have a yard. Yep location, I, I mean, it, it, good
2: school systems. Like, there's just a lot that has going for it. Yeah. Highly sought after for people who are at are, are executive level downtown. Yep. I yep. mean, and, and those are fewer than they used to be because we've had some diversification in location yep. for big companies. But if you're a, a successful executive for Salesforce and you don't want to live in a cookie cutter then that's a very attractive location for you. Yep. I mean, I've got
1: two buyers looking at and Kessler right now, and everything, call I Justin. mean, it's just, sl- <laughs> it is slim pickings.
0: Hey, yeah. you can call Justin,
1: I can set you up with a realtor.
3: <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah.
0: Anyway, okay, so you got and Kessler, what's the next one?
3: Uh, the last one I'm going to do is Bates Hendricks. Uh, we had one pending last week, nothing new listed in the last seven days, and two closings. Uh, average days on the market was six, but that is misleading, uh, just for the fact that there are other ones that are active and been sitting for quite a while. Okay. And Fountain Square, we had nothing new. Listed, nothing, nothing ended and Bounce nothing
2: where. closed. Uh so there's a total of thirty active right now with yeah. Cooper, I'm, you're looking like you want to say something. Well just one thing of note, the near downtown, whether you're Bates Hendricks on up to the near north old north side, more expensive price points are sitting. I yep. mean you're up above six hundred thousand you're not going anywhere. And it's, I don't know why, but this is a, there's just a lot of builders there. There are. And this is anecdotal. So forgive me because I don't have the data in front of me because I, I didn't have time to run it. But last fall, same exact thing. We got into October and the higher end price points downtown suffered. And they they sat for a while. And it's been that way the last couple of years. And, and I don't really have a great explanation for it other than it is a phenomenon that's occurring. The lower price ones, the more affordable ones are still going yep. pretty strongly.
1: Okay. And uh, what do you got for us there, Kyle? Uh, so in Fishers, we had 44 go on the market, um, anywhere from 174 to 1.5 million. 28 of them are still active, and 16 of them um, when I was When I was looking at Fishers, nope. to, to like what uh, Greg was saying, everything was actually selling in about 14 to 7 days. It was just disproportionate. Like a, it's actually averages 26 days on market. Um, but there was a handful. There's some spec homes in there that, you know, just kind of um, – Trickle that those days on gotcha. market on up, but there's 144 on the market in Fishers, which is pretty good inventory for over there. Noblesville was way different though, so Noblesville was anywhere from 180 to 950 thousand. 37 went on the market, but only five of those actually pinned it, and that's day. huge. That's a yeah. really low number for Noblesville.
2: Right? Can, when you look at, I mean, and I think of Normalsville, Westfield, Carmel, Fishers, I think of a, that that quadra of, of cities. That's the only one that's having that that phenomenon.
1: Right it is. Now. No. It's the only one, right? Um, so 32 of them are still active, but it's just really kind of mind boggling because they have seen a ton of growth and, and all that stuff. So it's really kind of interesting. Um, they're 28 days on market. They were like 16 last week but or 18, but it was because, I, like I said, there was three of those five that were gang, know, since
2: June. We're not picking on Noblesville. That's not the point. We're just reporting data here. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, somebody yeah. will say, oh, my gosh, I love Noblesville. Yeah, we love Noblesville, too. We're just giving you the data. So you my understand. wife was born and raised in Noblesville. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
1: and there's 140 on the market. So good inventory in both of them, quite honestly. So that's one of the things I think you know we're talking about is like educating buyers. Yeah. You can get out there right now. And it's a you good were, time
2: to buy a Noblesville, frankly.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, let me ask you a question. Did we get Westfield? I can't remember.
1: I do, I do not have a I do Westfield
3: have this week. Westfield.
0: Okay, we will uh, tack on Westfield next week. Great. Yep. Um, question. Um, talk to me about the video that you
2: did. when Explain this video to everybody. It, you know. so this is the perfect example of why sellers need yep. to be self-aware right now. I mean, we, we're telling a lot of good stories, and that means the market is not crashing. There's a lot of health in the market out there. However, I like that word health. You're right. It's healthy. It's just it's more balanced. It's anyway. So we had a situation where a home went on the market around three hundred thousand dollars. First day cash offer at three twenty something. Great cash takes the appraisal out of it. They have the inspection. There's about $4,500 worth of stuff. There were some issues with the furnace, some issues with the driveway. The buyer's paying an over list. The buyer wants the house to be right. Buyer said he wants about $4,500. The seller dug their heels and said, no, I'm not doing anything. I'll sell it to somebody else. The buyer submits a mutual release. The seller says, oh, wait, wait, wait. Now I'd like to do something for you. And the buyer said, too late. And they're gone. Subsequent offers were in the 270s and low 280s. This seller has cost themselves forty-some thousand dollars in 10 days. Why do they do that? Because they're not self-aware of what the market is, they think they know better. They're not, and the agent worked and worked and worked to help the seller understand. It was not a question of whether or not he was aware of that, because he was told, "Listen, if these people walk away, next offer might be a lot lower." Honestly, it's back to your original point. It's
1: uh, what is the end goal.
3: Right, so uh, like that's really what it comes down to yep. is like the, the seller kind of lost sight of what right. the end
1: goal and you which had, is to sell the property,
3: right? Yeah, and you had twenty thousand over ask price and giving forty five hundred back or whatever the, the repair credit was. That's still dropping the bucket. I mean, you're still positive for. Or what you thought you
2: were going to be you know sellers who are if you said to a, the sellers that are currently active on the market if you said to them hey we're gonna get you eight percent above list cash how would you feel about that they're done yeah what what mountain do I have to climb to get that cash yeah. exactly oh well you know
0: take a deal when you can you know here you have a 30year fixed our average right now out here in the Midwest talking about Indianapolis Indiana markets you're right around seven seven point one two five percent I think if you squeeze the bank a little bit you might be able to get to six percent uh eight eight, seven five maybe you're talking extremely good credit uh 20 down 15 years at 6.375 to six and a half okay you got 30 uh, 30 year fhas at six point Five to 6.75. And then you got the jumbo market. That's really not too bad, but we're not going to talk about jumbo loans, even though you can get them in the low sixes. And then the five one arms, you know, arms are getting aggressive. So you're going to have to look at the arms. You're going to have to look at the buy downs on some of the arms where people can
2: really get it home and afford something that they didn't think they could go ahead. Greg. So if you're a consumer and you're looking at the potential of an adjustable rate mortgage, that's a very attractive thing right now. Not all lenders are created equal. Absolutely yep. not. Some lenders, the 5 mor- 1 arm, the 7 I,
0: 1 we're arm. are a mortgage banker. Bankers. And, uh, lenders and brokers are they're all
2: three different layers right? right and and not all of them are going to have competitive adjustable rate mortgages some of them the adjustable rate mortgages aren't going to sound all that different than the 30-year but, fixed you're absolutely right. and some are really going to be strong so right. you've got to be careful and you got to look around and you got you got to call our man here tony that's yeah. right well
1: well I'm, and even then like one of the things that like i was just talking to a client about it like literally right before this is i wonder if it's going to start coming back as assumptions right uh, uh I, 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 I hope I, 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 no, they can't sell them on the could, bond market. It's not happening on my watch. Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 But I just I just I haven't heard it in a very, very well, long time. that's a really time. old one, but you yeah, you
0: know it's funny. Uh I don't think we'll see that just because of the way it's a long story how they sell the coupons and the mortgage, uh the mortgages on the secondary market. But let me say this. Um applying for a mortgage today. You have to get pre-qualified. If you have a pre-qualification that's 90 days old, the rates have went up.
2: It's not any good. It's not
0: any good. So it could knock you out of the market, or you might have to go down in price on a home a little bit.
2: But... The biggest thing is get your pre-qualification rewritten. Go and, ahead, Ray. And by the way, if you're a home seller, here's a little here's a little hack for you. You better be rock solid when someone comes to you with an offer to purchase. Because as Tony just said, what if their pre-qualification letter is 90 days old? Oh, my it's Lord. It's not any good. We get it all the time. We I, hear it. I, I mean, you really need to dive deep into the qualifications of your buyer. And that is not an affront to their privacy. That is an affront to your security.
0: That's right. So, realtors, if you have people that are pending out there, buying homes, and they got a prequalification. Tell them to call their mortgage guy up or just get it, it updated. Yeah. Yeah. Or it
2: needs to be, you know what, and, and really that's a strength and a subtle strength in negotiating. Yeah. If you submit an offer with a pre qualification pre-prequalification letter that's 51 days old, you have hurt yourself. Yep. Yeah. And you it needs to be less than a week, yeah. frankly.
0: Yeah. I mean, get a hold of me and uh, I'll set you up with my, one of my loan officers that will get you rewritten, re-qualified, and everything so you know exactly what's going on. But let's talk about one other thing, Greg, that you had on a TikTok. You were talking about when you were someone was buying a house and they were coming back, and somebody offered something at so, a full price. So, so here back we go. If you're a home
2: seller and you get somebody who offers you a little bit less or whatever the number is under list price, list price most home sellers are going to jump today. Yeah. But if somebody comes to you and makes you an offer that's a little bit under list price to some degree that you're going to accept, you do not accept it right away. Number one, I would wait the full 24 or however many hours. Before I responded, Absolutely. because you don't want them to think you're 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 starving, and they got the only piece of cheesecake in town. You want to wait till the very end of the time to respond, and then you want to counter something, counter right. the days, counter the days to closing, counter the closing date. counter the counter counter something anything. by a little. Anything Justin's right. Anything, because of the, if you just take it, the buyer's going to say. We should have offered less. And that is going to be in the buyer's head all the way to the closings, all the way. It'll be there for the inspection. It'll be there for the appraisal. It'll be there on everything. And and some of them will decide, uh uh-uh, not doing it. That's exactly right. You've got to get them involved in that way. Or
3: you accept it off the bat immediately, then they're going to give you some crazy inspection response and expect oh, you to oh, take that, to get more and they're like, hey, we can so probably beat true. them up on this. And it's like, no, that's not how we're doing this. You I know? want a
0: roof. Yeah, I want exactly. that, that. You know, that. here's the funny thing about this show. This show is to tell is the show buyers what we see and feel and touch in the market. And it's also for the sellers that are getting ready to sell their home. So we're not either way. We're just trying to say, hey, if you're doing this, get ready to do it this way. If you're buying, do it this way. Absolutely. And,
2: and if you've got to move and you've got to be in Alpharetta, Georgia in 30 days or by the first of the year or whenever. Why did you pick Alpharetta? I don't know. It's, it's a great a, place. It's a, it's a lovely community north okay. of Atlanta. That's okay. why it says I know people that live there. It's a very pretty place. If, okay. But but it's also a big corporate hub. And so if you have to go someplace to Boulder or to the, to Georgia or to wherever, Pittsburgh, and you need to be there in a certain time, you need to understand what it's going to take to get you there. Yep. And you may think you know, but July is not now and and two years ago is not if you bought a house a year ago you don't know how to sell a house today yeah you're a first time home buyer again you know as far as like when you're going yep yep. Yep. that's exactly right all buyers are first-time home buyers today all of them okay so
0: we're going to end the podcast We're, we're hitting about 19 minutes kyle if you had to sell somebody to get prepared to buy a home or sell a home pick
1: whatever category you want what are you saying I mean, for sellers, it's presentation all day, every day. Like, I mean, that's just always the continuing thing. For buyers, I would say don't be afraid and actually go out there because, like I said, I'm getting deals done for my buyers, absolutely. And getting them, they're very, very happy. Like, regardless of the rate, we are getting good deals on houses. Yep.
0: Well, exactly. You know, if somebody listed my home and you, and somebody came back to me and said, hey, we got you almost the full list price offer and it was $20,000 off, I got to be honest with you. Fifteen thousand dollars off, I'd be pretty happy.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Okay. A lot of appreciation. Justin, what years. do
0: you got to say for uh, somebody uh, listing a home or uh, buying a home?
3: Uh, I think for listing uh, you want to verify everything like the pre-approval obviously you want to make sure you don't want anything to fall through after you have that deal put together because if it goes back on the market you're going to have a substantial price reduction possibly right. uh, your traffic's going to be a little hit or miss they're going to reach out and ask what fell through what you know was it an inspection item and then it's you know it just makes things difficult so so make sure that gotcha. everything's just ready up front Presentation that
2: costs him.
0: Okay, Mr. Cooper, what do you got to say for a buyer or seller or somebody that's thinking about buying a
2: home this winter? Sellers, presentation, and marketing. Make sure you have a thir- if you gonna if you got an agent who's gonna put nine iPhone photos up for you, that's the wrong person because your first showing takes place online. Your presentation must be stellar to get people to come. You need the maximum number of buyers to visit your home so you can get the best dollars if you possibly can. And buyers, have your act together, have the current pre Qualification letter, and don't be afraid to go under list a little bit. You know, you, you can even fish around a little because there's probably going to be another one next week that you might like, even if it doesn't end up being the perfect situation for you this time. So, Just one of the like things Kyle things said, we talk
1: about uh, on my team 60% of the decision making process is made in the first 60 feet. Completely.
0: Yeah. Okay. Hey. This podcast, has been brought to you, this podcast has been brought to you by Executive Portfolio Magazine that helps us out a little bit. ExecutivePortfolioMagazine.com if you want to look at some houses online. Um, the other thing is uh, the National, Nationwide Mortgage Bankers uh, is coming to Carmel, Indiana. We're here. We just got to get our spot put together and the uh, number at the end of this podcast will be there to get a hold of all you guys. But let's give everybody a shout out. Kyle, what company do you work for?
1: Uh, it's Morris Property Group with FC Tucker. Telephone number?
2: 317-649-5122. Cooper, how do they get a hold of you? I'm uh, with the Cooper Group Crossroads Collective, and they can call me or text me anytime. I like midnight to 6 a.m. though. Three one, <laughs> and I'm going to do it in my late night DJ voice. 317-441-7166, four 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 one one six six babies.
3: How do you follow that now? So uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, it's Justin, like making me, I'm going to call do, them anyways. Justin, yeah. how do they get
0: a hold of you? In a container home, or what the hell they do?
3: Uh, best way, my phone, 317-507-5599, Fishers.RealEstate, and then also for our custom container homes uh okay. this year we are the centerpiece home of the indianapolis home right. show yeah from january 20th to the 29th so we will have a full-size home built inside and it'll be pretty cool to check out
0: okay everybody thanks for listening and we'll talk to you next week
1: holly here and thank you for listening to this week's podcast next week we are talking about new home construction actual inventory for sale and almost ready to move in Want to contact one of our professional real estate agents on our weekly podcast? Call 317-480-4115. Thank you to Kyle Morris with FC Tucker, Shelly Walters with EXP Realty, Justin Griffith with Keller Williams, and Greg Cooper with Compass Real Estate. This podcast has been sponsored by Executive Portfolio Magazine. Go to www.executiveportfolio.com to see this month's digital magazine.